0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Holy Commutes podcast morning radio show, the only show in wiffle ball that gives you daily sport content from around the wiffle world. My name is Sam Skibby, and I am pleased to be joined by my good friend Cam Smith who just returned from Mid-Atlantic Weekend, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. This is your Thursday edition, your final Thursday edition of The Holy Commutes Season 14. You know, Cam, I appreciate you kind of doing this Missouri mashup with us. Jason Worstenholm is going to be joining us in just a moment. He got caught up with some kids, putting them to bed. Um, Here we are recording this a few days before it actually releases on this Thursday. But you know, Cam... It was a great show. Uh, I put on a prediction show. Then you had the Will Smithy interview, which was a great listen for anybody that hasn't yet go out and listen to Cam, the number seven player on the drop interviewing the number two player on the drop in Will Smithy. And you both played in mid Atlantic and then Jason Worsenholm wrapping up with a melon heads podcast. That was uh, pretty entertaining to listen to, especially yeah, was. From, from our <laughs> perspective, but um, you know, well, Cam, we'll start with you uh, talk about mid Atlantic and what that experience was like. I mean, people were saying it was like a mini UWF the talent cannot be denied in that league. And you guys had the ringer of a pool going into it. So talk about your experience overall traveling to Mid-Atlantic.
1: Yeah, you know, first off, uh, the 12-hour drive was fantastic, uh, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, uh, shout out to my wife for for helping me uh, make it there in one piece. Um, but what a great tournament, you know, despite the the windy conditions and the rain midway through the day, it was a fantastic tournament. There's a lot of great talent. Uh, I wasn't even mad that we went one and two because I got to watch some great games. Uh, the Dragons and Whiff Inc. game was phenomenal to watch. Uh, at one point, there was two games going on. It was Whiff Inc. versus CCW on one field, and then like through the trees on the other side was uh the Las Vegas whifflers and the Jugs. And yeah. me, Colin Prentice and Tom Gannon were standing in the middle. <laughs> and we said, out of these four pitchers throwing, who throws the softest or the <laughs> slowest? And what's the over-under? Is it like 97, 98? Because I think it was the four hardest throwing pitchers wow. in the country playing at one time in two games like back to back so it was really fun really exciting to watch um a lot of like new players that really opened some eyes uh but just a great tournament overall can't thank uh, mid-atlantic enough for for having us out and uh just my despite my uh i'm not gonna say poor performance because i pitched pretty well but uh despite that you know my shoulder felt great and uh that was my big takeaway from from the weekend for sure you know, and it's it's
0: nice to kind of get that huge competitive advantage, basically. I mean, you're getting at-bats against some of the best pitchers in the world. Like, you're getting those looks in. So, it's yeah. only going to help you for MoWIF, NWA Tournament, and beyond. So, I mean, it's it's nice to kind of start that whole entire your whole entire wiffle season for 2023 off with that big of a bang. And you're right. It was, it was fun to watch from afar. You know, my brother and I were watching a lot of the games and we were texting back and forth how we wish that we could have been there because it really was like a mini UF and we were trying to watch as many as we could. Yeah. Shout out to Paul and Tim and Shiree as well for, for all of their hard work with Mid-Atlantic. It is definitely must watch Wiffle Ball. And it was all weekend long. We're actually going to get to Mid-Atlantic a little bit later in this podcast. Yeah, save them for later. Yeah, we will. We're going to we're going to take a break from them. And everybody out there in the wiffle world listening for this holy commutes. Uh, version for this thursday edition in season 14 we're going to end the thursday podcast in your april season in 2023 with another prediction show i started off our missouri mashup at the beginning with a predictions of my own bold predictions of my own personal um, what i thought in my head and this time we're actually going to do some predictions from 10 leagues around the country. We chose these 10 leagues that, you know, kind of keep their websites, their social media up to date. You know, they're easy to follow. Um, that doesn't mean that there aren't great leagues that we didn't include in this. Um, we also just wanted to go with some that we we knew a little bit more about. So um, I'm actually going to start off though, Cam, with a relatively unknown one. You know, you and I have known this. We've texted back and forth oh. about it. And the... The SWBL and the MOWIF actually had a hand in getting this league started, um, and you'll find out a few ways and how we did that. But my cousin's kid, who is ten years old, started the Rocket Wiffleball League just outside of Springfield, Illinois, and they named it the Rocket Wiffleball League because that's their baseball team, the Rockets. You know, so their baseball team is the Rockets, and they it's all their baseball team. They split up into four teams, and they started this wiffleball league. They created a strike zone that is an exact replica of the SWBL strike zone. Um, they used a lot of the same rules that I kind of mentioned to him that they play in national tournaments like pitcher's poison. And it was really cool to kind of see them play this out um, this spring. They were getting it ironed out. And I said, Hey, do you have any logos? Do you want some logos? And he was like, what do you mean? Like, sure. Here are my logos I had. And he showed me like things he did like in paint, you know, like it was, <laughs> they were really basic, but again, 10 Love years old. It. And so I made him a few logos and he was loving it they put them on t-shirts and things and we actually borrowed a MoWiff logo and we borrowed Reti- the retired logo yeah the retired logo the dingers was no longer being used obviously is now the pilots renamed yep. from adam north's team and since that dingers logo wasn't being used i asked you guys if hey can my cousin you know bring this back keep it alive and It's nice that you guys wanted to, because it keeps that really great logo, you know, keeps it kind of going, especially in the Midwest in that area. So I appreciate you guys doing that for him. And that's actually his team. And he was very excited how this is going to go, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to kind of talk about each league that we're going to predict. And we are going to predict kind of a finals, a championship and a winner. Sometimes Cam and I aren't privy to who in what division or how playoffs sometimes work rule-wise. We don't know who, like if somebody can come out of the American League or the National League or Hopkins or Egan, like how that works exactly. So we're just literally going to pick two who we think might come out and the champion will overall crown. We're making predictions for season, 2023 season of Wiffleball. And Cam, we're starting with the Rocket Wiffleball League we have those ten-year-olds playing. If you want to follow them on YouTube, give them a give them a follow. They're on Rocket Wiffle Ball League on YouTube. They do a lot of their games live stream. My my cousin's kid Dominic is the commissioner, um, and he is gung ho on making this the next big thing in Illinois. So give them a follow and uh, watch some of their games. It's it's really fun to see the innocence in their arguing <laughs> for the the rules and such like you that like we used to do with our brothers, probably Cam. So Cam, give you all your... the time yeah. Me and Cole all the time? Give your prediction for this one. Um, the dingers, the sock monsters, playmakers, and the goats. Are there four teams? You know, it could be straight off from the logo straight off from what you've seen, maybe in some videos, but what's going to be your championship prediction and give us a winner.
1: See, I, this is brand new. 10 year olds. You have no idea. So I went strictly based off of logos, uh, I had the dingers obviously with our former logo in there. Uh had them in the championship, but I actually have them losing, unfortunately. But you gotta go with the goats. The goats. Yeah, the it's goats, great logo. that logo, fantastic. That's I'm riding clean. all in on the goats. It's a clean logo. Um, you know, I was
0: I was trying to put together something when he said goats, obviously they mean the greatest of all time, but I obviously had to put a literal goat on their logo. And he saw that logo, he was like, I love it. So Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm all about. You know, I I have the dingers in the championship as well, and I have them actually against the playmakers. And while I believe the playmakers might not have the best logo, I think they have an MVP contender in a in a little guy named Grady. And he's got the long hair flow going, just like my cousin's kid, Dominic, who's the captain of the dingers. So I got the flow boys going dingers versus playmakers in the finals. And I got the dingers taking the championship. I think Dom has got too good of an arm at our family reunion last year. It was his goal to try to strike me out all weekend long as we were playing the game. So can't wait to go back to the family reunion for the day and and see the wiffle ball uh, strike zone out there and play with Dom. So that would be awesome. Congrats Dom on the the new league and opening day getting started and I can't wait to watch the rest of Rocket Wiffleball the rest of this year. All
1: right, let's Absolutely. move right
0: along here, Cam. We're going to jump over to the KWL Kalamazoo. Um we're okay. going to go we're going to go with our buddy, you know, Grant Miller. He's a good friend of Um, Of ours in the Midwest, and obviously ranked just above you as the number six in the top 100. Well deserved, uh, wonderful year from him. And we'll actually probably get to him a little bit later when we do MLW, being the number one overall draft picked. And that's a little precursor on another league we're going to go through. But talk about KWL, Cam. Talk about some of the players, the teams you might know. We faced them in the NAA tournament last year. A lot of great guys in the KWL league here in the Midwest.
1: Yeah, I don't follow a ton of like their actual like who's on what team, but I knew I do follow them along on social media as well. But uh, getting to meet a couple of these guys throughout the past couple of years has been awesome. Yeah. Obviously, you said Grant, I played with Hogan as well, who's a fantastic player. Yeah, uh, Brendan Bernowski has just blossomed the yes. past couple of years. I think like he hit some real. I think he hit a bomb off me at NWA tournament last year. I think he was the home run after the, uh, after the rain delay. So uh, dangerous player, obviously I have Sawyer being one of the young talents in this uh, sport. Uh, Man, just uh, there's somebody else I'm missing too. I can't put my name on it. Uh, He went, I know he played in an MAW tournament with them last year. Nate Thompson. Yep. 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 Nate Thompson. Fantastic player as well. Uh, Just a great overall league. Do love watching their stuff. So yeah. Um, I want to I hear what you have to say about sure. your uh, go for your matchup first. Yeah.
0: You know, and this is – KWL is, is a really similar style to NWLA, um, and they're kind of like the best of, of both worlds. They still use the Yellow Bats, right? And they are yeah. uh, a base-running league, so it's really fun to watch their games, and it's always pretty active. And they're very similar statistically to the SWBL. I would say, you know, they have guys hitting 24, 25 bombs. They have guys that are hitting 400, 500, you know, they they have higher batting average. So it's fun to watch. Um, I had four teams as possibilities in this, you know, like that you could go with, you know, the hot hand and you could do the bad boys with Grant Miller, but Hey, they didn't even make the playoff or they didn't make the championship last year. And I don't think they make it again this year. So I'm not going to go with Grant Miller and the bad boys. I'm not going to go with the flying monkeys and the Baranowski's who also made the championship on a Cinderella run last year. So I'm not going with Baranowski either, but I am going with the legends, of course, they're going to come back to the championship. Lee Van Streen, pick. Mike Hogan on that team. Lee Van Streen is one of the very famous players in KWL in, in that world in the North. So I'm going with the legends and I'm going with the vets again with scared Hitless, Adam Kuzman has been a name that I've known for a very long time. Early NWA tournament um, you know, participant for KWL and I'm going to go with the vets. I'm going to go with Adam Kuzman. Um, I don't think they were happy with their performance. I think, you know, they won their division last year and they were poised to kind of go far in the playoffs and they lost in the first round. So I think they're coming out for revenge and I think they want to go against the legends with Lee Van Streen and Mike Hogan. So it's going to be a lot of legends in that game and I'm going scared hitless versus legends, but I think legends go back to back.
1: I love that you picked those two teams to match up because I actually have the other two teams that you said that you <laughs> didn't sorry. have in there. I'm going Bad Boys Fly Monkeys. Grant and Sawyer versus the Beranaskis. Yeah. Like give me that all day. I know. Sawyer is getting better and better. He's yep. learning more. His you saw his hitting in MLW improve so much. National Whiffle uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, he's going to take that uh next step with Grant. Yeah. Um uh, Bernowski, obviously a star in his own right, playing yeah. all over the country. I mean, where did not where did he not play last yeah, year? Uh just the experience from these two guys and these two teams, I think, is just Puts them both right there in contention, and I'm gonna take the bad boys because I love my boy Grant Miller. There you go. You know he's a he's a new dad. He's got it all. <laughs> you know he's he's not playing uh M A W this year, so he's gonna have a little more sure. focus uh, at home time to focus in uh, K W L, and he's gonna he's gonna bring it home. He's gonna bring that championship back with him and and celebrate with his family. It's gonna be a great time for Grant.
0: I love it. You know, we're we're picking picking some great picks so far. And I love that we we have different picks for that one. So yeah. some one of us hopefully is going to be right with at least one of our championship at least contenders for it. So Absolutely. KWL. Let's just go a little bit south, I believe, a little bit southeast to Orible. Let's go to the Old Republic Wiffleball League, uh, one of the biggest leagues in the country when it comes to teams and team size. And I don't know if you've seen some of their tweets coming out recently, but they are announcing their rosters. And I'm talking,
1: Cam, there's like 18 guys on some of these rosters. I saw one of the rosters and I was like, yeah, that's that's too much. And, and <laughs> that's a I know, lot. <laughs> I know they
0: have a long season. I know they play a lot of games. So, and I know they travel. The really cool part about Orble is they they have home fields for every single yeah. one of their teams. So sometimes there's a lot of travel involved. So you might not be able to pull in people every single time you have a series against a team. So I get sometimes the need for big rosters, but I mean, that's two baseball teams. Like for yeah, some that of them is, that's insane. It's wild. So let's talk about Orable. You know, we've played in the hometown cup um, for a few years now. So we've yep. gotten to know some of these guys that play obviously in the hometown cup. Some of them play with their same teams that they play in old Republic, Um, you know, talk about your, your teams or talk about some teams that maybe you've played in hometown that maybe transfer over, like what's, what's your thought process going to pick a winner for this one?
1: Uh, you know, I don't really know too many of the actual teams that I've gotten to play against have kind of, uh, We've kind of played teams from kind of everywhere That's and a little true. bit of every a little bit of everything at that uh, tournament the past two years. Uh but a couple of teams that you know stand out to me. Obviously the magic, but we all know I'm not going anywhere near that team. Everyone knows the reason. It's not a secret. I, I said it this past weekend, we all know. Uh, <laughs> but the two teams that I got on my radar are the Panthers, okay. Granger Panthers. and the Newts. The newts. The newts. Everybody loves the newts. They got one of the best jerseys in the yeah. country. They always and they came do. out with their new ones. Did you see their new jersey threads? I did. They, they are they're just they clean. They always look yeah, good. They're always clean. Always. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you I mean, who hates the newts? They got know. a great team, uh, a couple of great guys on their team that I've obviously yeah. uh gotten to know over the past couple of years. Uh and that that's actually my my I don't know how they're uh Playoff format works sure. or whatever, but I'm going Panthers and Newts. And I'm the Newts, the Newts for me. Love it's, it. It's the green, it's the perfect, uh, yeah. perfect, horrible team for me. Yeah. The Newts are
0: in my opinion, one of the most decorated and storied franchises in Old Republic. You know, they have a lot of, you know, guys that are about my age or possibly a little bit older. So it's nice to know that like those vets are still holding strong uh, in that league and they can hold their own against anybody. So the Newts can always come out and win. That's a great pick. Um, does, I
1: have just Cole West play in their league. Colt, West, Colt Warriors. West Warriors. Yes, yes they do. Yes. They're a fantastic too, team. I, Great team. I, a fantastic team too. I wouldn't be surprised if they're right there as well. Love those they, guys. A couple of years ago, they eliminated both of our teams back to back. In this, yeah, back to back games. That was fun. <laughs> they just they kept hitting the balls in the parking lot against yeah. me, and I was if loving you, it. If you guys would have won that game,
0: we would have played each other in the next round. And then uh, held
1: held them held them to a couple of runs the first three <laughs> innings, and then the uh, yeah just got out of hand after that. Yeah, well, and
0: uh, I'm going to go with two teams that I recently saw their rosters on Twitter. And I just, I can't say no to their teams. And you're not going to like me for one of them, but I am picking the magic to be in it. And you know that that roster is not just just good, but it's deep. I mean, I was looking at some of these players that they just signed. And like, when you see Tony Koch, who is like, one of the most famous players from horrible and he's like all the way down their list. And a guy like Caleb's like in the middle, like, so I don't know if it's like in order of like how much playing time they might get, but when you have Wes Ellis, when you have the Yonkman's, when you have people like that, it's hard to kind of bet against them, especially with how deep they are. The other deep roster is their champion from last year. And I'm going to pick another back-to-back winner. I'm going South Bend truffle butter to beat the Maple city magic in the finals. Um, such a great name. It's a great name. And also it's just a team, you know, a lot of Leroy Griffleball connections are in the South Bend Truffle Butter as well. And I just think they roll from their previous year. And I think they roll it over again in this coming 2023 season and they keep it firing on all cylinders. So I'm going South Bend Truffle Butter to repeat, which is going to be hard to do in a big league like that. But I'm going to go with them against the Magic in the finals with Truffle Butter winning.
1: Not bad at all. It's a great pick.
0: All right. Let's move on. Let's go east. Let's go East Coast here, and like we're we're gonna go to uh, an East Coast league that started just last year. It's an indoor league, the Electric love City wiffleball, and a lot of you know wrestling references, obviously that I know you love. That's why I love this league so yeah. much, and. The Electric City Wiffle Ball has some great team names, some incredible logos, and Aussie has done such a great job of being the commissioner and putting that league on. It's a fun league to watch when they do get their live streams out and when you can watch them. It just seems like those guys have so much fun for their league. Absolutely. It's a lot of fun. And not only do they have a lot of fun, but they also have really great players in their league. So uh, Electric City a lot of names that we've played over and over again yep. throughout the years at national tournaments and seen them. Um, yeah. But who who you got you you want to go first in this one? What do you, what you want me to? Yeah. Go? So uh, the ar- armbar won last year, correct? Uh, you know that's a, right? a that's a great question. Um, I was trying to look that up again before it started, uh, but if you wanted to talk about, I
1: looked it up. Live I remember, here. I just, it's from memory. I <laughs> okay. like just memory of watching because I know they didn't.
0: Uh, they weren't the best regular season team, but yeah, I, I think
1: just, they made a push. Yeah, for some reason I think they did. Either way, I mean they got Jimmy Cole, they got, um, a blank. Um, Dougie Baker, yeah, LaValle, yeah. um, who's who's a guy that's always there? Oh my Gad- gosh
0: Gadani. And uh Stone and Stone, Stone, that's
1: that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh I love him. He's a great dude. Uh so but I mean that roster obviously is, is pretty deep. Uh oh, yeah. and any roster with Jimmy Cole hitting is, is gonna be pretty good. Especially um, in that style, have, too. <laughs> yeah, and, and in that style, that's where Jimmy can take it, take them there. I have them in the championship, but I don't have them winning. Because, okay, and honestly. I could take a lot of these teams just because I like them. I love all their logos. Probably top to bottom my f- some of my favorite logos from an entire uh league. Um but I'm going to go with a a good friend of mine. I got to see him over the weekend. I'm going with Nate Cruz in the Executioners, DX. Yep. That's I mean, I, I'm sitting here. I just got a bunch of uh, wiffle ball cards from uh, Nico over the <laughs> hey, weekend, he's right there. and and Nate Cruz <laughs> on the front here. Uh, that is my guy. Absolutely love him. And uh, I'm 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 riding with DX, man. Love Can't it. go wrong with that. The, love it. I the agree. Green and uh, the neon green and black all day long. Let's yeah. go.
0: So the Armbarn did win the championship last year. Just looked it up. They went 5-0 and in the playoffs, uh, winning the Electric City. So executioners getting their revenge in your eyes for Yep, it.
1: there you go. See, I remember that matchup, and I, I'm know, going the opposite this, this, uh, so this year.
0: I hate to burst your bubble cam. I hate, I hate to burst it. Do
1: did did they change teams?
0: No, no. You, the same wow. team, Nate Cruz on the executioners, okay, some, then I'm somewhat good. similar good. But... I believe my memory serves me correct. And Chris Morse was the star breakout player for the executioners last year. And I do not see him on their roster this year. I don't know if that means anything or not. Nate's got it. Okay. But Chris Morse, he pitched like most like more than a majority of their games last year. <laughs> so if Chris Morse doesn't show up, then Nate, but Sean Ryan's on that team also. So Love you know, Sean Ryan. they will have people that can step up if need be. But if they get Chris Morse back, I agree with you. Executioners, I think, make a push. Without Chris Morse, go. though, I think the arm barn going to be in the finals. And I'm actually going to go with the dynasty to to meet them there. Um, Chris Hess like and Matt Buttram. You remember Matt Buttram from back in the day at NWLA when the last year <laughs> of Hesfield, yep. um when we beat them uh, in the uh, loser's bracket finals to get to WSCM against Farkas. And we we pitched, Butram was pitching pretty much a no-hitter against us. The only hit I think somebody got was Spencer Bogad, who decided he was going to hit lefty because Chris Metter was getting walked as a lefty all game by Matt Buttram. And then all of a sudden Spencer was like, I'm just going to go up there lefty. He goes up there lefty and Matt punched two strikes down the middle and he just watched it. So he just threw his bat out there and got a double down the line. It was hilarious. I think it was the only hit we had, but then he got hurt, which essentially kind of stopped his national um, realm of being a great pitcher. And now he plays obviously in the electric city. So I expect Chris Hess and Matt Buttram to, to do a have a great season for Electric City and meet the Arm Barn, but I can't really go against the Arm Barn. Uh, like you said, with they're a great Cole. team. So, I'm picking the Arm Barn to go back to back. Wow, I just keep picking back to back winners. Maybe I'm taking too easy of a road here. Nothing
1: wrong with that.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, Mister. Okay, we'll get to Mo Whip later. <laughs> all right, and let's move on to HRL. Not just Whiff. We'll, <laughs> we'll
1: we'll talk about it. I got a few. All
0: right, all right. So we'll go to the HRL. Next, this is the biggest, and in my opinion, one of the best run leagues in the country Um, from a perspective of, from media, from uh, their website, you know, from their player standpoint, it's, it's a great, I wish they had more live streams. Um, I, but I think the way that they run their league is unlike any other in the country. Like they have this adult wiffle ball league that they can play every Monday and Thursday, I believe from two different cities. Have all these different teams? It, it's wild to me. So, HRL one of the one of my favorite leagues, and I actually got to play in their league with the Reds way back in the day. I played a series uh, plus a couple other games, and I actually played for the White Sox and then got traded to the Reds because the White Sox needed a guy. So, too bad needed a guy for his team, and then I think I. I believe I hit a walk-off home run and threw a no-hitter for the White Sox. And I don't think we awesome. were supposed to beat that team that we, <laughs> we threw. But um, it was a fun weekend. HRL, if you haven't been able to get out there and play, it's another fun destination for any whiffler. But for the HRL, um, I'm going to get this one started first, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's a lot of teams you can pick. That's the beauty of this deep league, like the HRL. Um, you know, you and I have a great friend in Trent Steffis and he's going to be joining the White Sox uh, this year for the SWBL. And he's coming down to SWBL season 21. And the Mariners are going to be poised for a Wifflepalooza breakout. That's like their wildcard Ooh, tournament. Love it. But Despite them, in my opinion, making a run and possibly winning Wifflepalooza, I don't think they'll make it past the first round of playoffs, but I think they will get in. I think Hopkins, it comes down to two teams, the Aces or the Grasshoppers. You know, the Aces obviously winning Evan Sivet last year, and you can't count out, you know, smallpox and the hoppers as well. So I think Hopkins the aces
1: got dumpy too, man. That guy a
0: breakout star. And aces are going to be my pick. That back to back, like I told you. Um, you know, I'm still with the back to back. The aces are going to win Hopkins. In Egan, I mean, you could go the vibes, um, or you could go um the baby cakes, you know, there's a lot of good ones. Um, I'm going to go vibes though. And the reason being, I, I think there's going to be a Cronin Evan sivitt matchup again. The old Shedfield Wiffleball guys are going to come together in the finals once again. And the aces are going to be against the vibes. And I actually think the vibes surprise the aces. And get the win. So I know that's gonna be it's gonna shock some HRL pundits that might be listening, but I'm gonna go vibes this year. I just got a vibe, Cam. I got a vibe. The vibes are gonna take it.
1: I like it. And I like that you said that because one, I also have the aces there. Obviously, I've played with with Evan before, uh in, in MAW. Uh he's a great player. Yeah. But also on that other side, that that vibes, and there's another team you said there. It's the baby cakes. Yep. And you want to know why? did you see the jerseys that Trent made (laughs) those baby Kate jerseys? They're going to have the vibe to beat the vibe because of those jerseys. You look good. You feel good. You feel good. You play good. That's how it goes. And And if uh,
0: if you know, Dr. Seuss, you know, Zach Eustace is an incredible pitcher in that style. Like you would think like, Oh, like I walked into that game. We played, I played Doctor Seuss at HRL, and I walked into that game thinking, "Oh, he's not pitching very hard. Like I can do this." But the the distance and his movement it's it's a completely different ball game that you're not used to. And I got shut out completely by him.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm as much as I love those, I got to go with the Aces to take that championship back. I mean, Evan is just too good of a player, and Dumpy as well. Like I I got to meet him last year, uh, top to bottom. Fantastic. And I'm gonna right. go I'm gonna go with the Aces because also just it's a great team name as well. I'm a big yeah. I'm a big team name logo type of guy. Yeah, the Aces are are definitely gonna be, I think, on
0: top of everybody's list. And I don't I don't even know if they'll lose in the regular season. That's how confident I am. So the the people are gonna have to get to them in the playoffs when the pressure's on. So that's impressive. All right. Let's keep going. Let's move on. Let's stay in the Midwest, but let's go to a league that you have played in before the CCW Circle City Wiffle, the team that we faced off in the finals of the NWLA tournament. It was awesome to play them because no matter what, I. I remember talking to them before the game. We talked to Rudy. We talked to Brendan. And we were saying before the game, we said, no matter what, a new team wins this thing, which was yeah. cool. And it was also cool that like Mid-Atlantic was third place and we're we correct.
1: Yeah. Right. We beat them in the well, we losers. beat them to in the, yeah, yeah. In the losers yeah, bracket, them to go to the
0: to finals. Yeah. And Mid Atlantic was also been a new one, so it was awesome that like when we got to the final three, it's like okay, a brand new team's gonna win this thing, and that that was kind of cool. So CCW obviously had an incredible year in all facets of their wiffle ball game, but this is a league that you know a lot about. I'm gonna let you go first with this one. You played in it, you know these guys really well. Who do you got for CCW this year?
1: Man, there's so many good, talented players in this league. Yeah. I mean, I watched Dylan Jones this week. I mean it was amazing to see what he was doing at the plate against, I mean, against Mike styles, who was throwing a million miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, man, he looks so good. Um, obviously there's just, there's Reed Warner who throws a million miles an hour as well. Uh, (laughs) Um, But I don't have either of those two teams. And wow. I yeah. No eight balls, no hounds. Wow. No eight balls, no hounds. As much as I love them, uh, <laughs> don't have them. Uh you know, uh Taylor Carpenter as well with the uh the new Swamp Dragons. Yeah, love it. Love that. Team. Uh, I love the logo, love <laughs> the feel of that team. It is perfect. Their tweets have been phenomenal. Yeah. Uh don't have them either. Wow. I know. I'm gonna shock some people. I think. I think it's going to be the shorts. Wow. Where, you know, they just to I me keep saying, something wow, you're just, shocking me. Something just feels right about that team right now. Their uh, uni- their new uniforms are pretty clean too. Yeah, I mean, all <laughs> of them. They just posted a bunch. I, I saw their TikTok today. Looked fantastic top to bottom. Um uh, but of course, I I'm it. going <laughs> with with my former team of course and my good friend will smithy uh i gotta go the moonshots. you know my name is on the wall with that on that banner uh they're back-to-back champions yep. and until somebody beats them hey. i gotta keep riding them because he, he will smithy is that guy number he is number two ranked player in the country uh he is just on another level right now and he yeah. showed it again this past weekend you know opening day weekend at MAW and he won his like went undefeated on the mound hit sure. a couple of uh I know he hit that big home run a couple yeah. of big hits yep the guy's the guy's an animal
0: yeah he is
1: it uh I was watching
0: that CCW um Yaks game when he hit that home run off Jared Bull and you know I was I, I love both those teams, you know. <laughs> I I'm know room, you do. Rooting for the Yaks because you know th- those are my guys, you know that we yep. we play with and we have text threads with. And I'm I was also rooting for a CCW. I was excited for Will. I was also sad for Jared. So like it was like a, a mixed feeling of emotions that that game. But what a hit! I mean, it was a no doubter for sure. So yeah. Um, all right, mid- he is the man. So you're going moonshots over shorts. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You know I. He, Inclu- I kind of thought about those teams, but I don't have either of them. I have Ooh. two teams that you mentioned. I have the Hounds with Dylan Jones and their new guy, McWitty. I have him, you saw him at um pitch at Maw this week this past weekend and he pitched incredible. It was awesome to watch him and I know he came to UF last year,
1: correct? Yeah. But didn't yeah, play. He did. Right, uh, I think he much. may have got like one inning on the mound or something like that. Yeah, but not very the much.
0: fact that CCW can continue to churn out this talent and find this is just ridiculous. And he and Dylan Jones are going to have a breakout season again, and they it's are a going great to one-two play. punch. They're going to lead the Hounds to the championship, where they will fall short to the new team, the Swamp Dragons. They will fall Ooh. short, Carpenter. And both the Austins, you played with Austin Church, correct, before? Yep. Austin yep. Church is on that team. And then one of the nominees for National Wiffle Rookie of the Year, Austin Alice. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Alls Alice, A-L-L-E-S. But Austin Alice is going to be a breakout star in CCW. I could see him even making a jump possibly to their national team as a hitter. I mean, he's that good. So to have... That's a tough team to break as well. Three hitters that are have that prolific of a, you know, of a history with... Um, with so early in CCW careers for two of them, so those three hitters, it's going to be a hard out, and I think they're going to hit their way to a championship at CCW Swamp Dragons taking it home. All right, hey, we're rolling right along. We only got a few more left to go. Let's go to let's go back to Mid Atlantic Wiffle Ball. Let's go back to Mid Atlantic. You know, this is the one that you saw. Everybody is going to be, you know, kind of obviously basing a lot off of what they've seen uh, this first opening day tournament. But that's that's the fun of predictions. We can see that We can say, hey, even though a team that maybe didn't make the semifinals or the finals, they can definitely make a push because it's a long season for Ma with so many different tournaments in their circuit. Who do you got going for the mid-Atlantic wiffle ball?
1: I mean, this, I mean, we talked about this before we started. The talent in this league is just immense. Fina- it, it, yeah. It's unlike any other league in the country. Correct. Uh, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's so tough to pick, a, to pick two teams here. Yeah. Um, you know, I wrote down obvious, six. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down three, but I could have written down six, but, <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with my two that I, that I have, uh, fighting for, for that one spot here, uh, Earl and Wiffink. I think, I mean, we, we saw them match up twice yep. already on an opening yep. day and they went one-on-one one against each other. Yeah. Um, obviously Earl beat me, uh, Teddy hit a absolute nuke. Yeah. Uh that lineup is so deep. The roster was so insane on both those so teams. Is Swift, Inc. <laughs> yeah. They're both just top to bottom, deep. And the pitching on both yeah. of those teams is phenomenal. I would love for this to be the championship match. Like, give me that series. But. unfortunately i don't <laughs> think we're getting there yeah um i think they're just gonna beat up on each other all season long and i hope we get it to go to the championship and man it, as much as i uh. to, oh my god <laughs> that's so tough uh i'm i'm taking earl um to beat with as much as uh as good as mike styles and dan whitener are yeah. um I love Johnny and he's on that team. Yeah. And that's that's the reason Th- yep, those teams boy. are 50-50. Boy. Obviously <laughs> they they are 50-50 they they're going to play like that. But yep. uh, I'm giving the edge to them just because I love Johnny. His jersey's hanging up right behind me. I see him. So, um the uh, the other team I think is the no-doubter in in the championship. Uh there's actually two jerseys on the wall behind me. Hmm. Uh it's the Jugs. Yep. Uh, you know, they fell short uh to the Las Vegas Las Vegas whifflers uh this past weekend. And I think that's only gonna make them a little bit better and a little yeah. bit scarier. That's true. It's gonna put that chip on their shoulder that we all know they already play play with. And uh you know they might not have lost that game in great conditions. You know, I had a like the triple that won the game for Vegas was right in front of my eyes. I was behind the center field fence and I would say nine times out of 10, Tim's going to catch that ball. But with the the amount of rain that was there, it was all wet and slippery. I uh, just couldn't get there. I mean, he yeah. got there. Actually, he might've saved a grand slam by running into the fence. Uh, but that team is just, is too good. And, and like I said, with circle city until somebody beats them, I'm not picking against them. They're back-to-back champs. And you know, it's predictions. I'm I'm taking a 3P as much as everyone's going to hate me for saying it. I can't bet against the jugs because no one has, uh, has proved that they can beat them up until this point. Well, Cam,
0: you know, we have been picking different people a lot this entire podcast, but our mid Atlantic predictions are going to be very similar. I agree with you. You cannot pick against the jugs right now. Was Ray even there this past weekend? (laughs) Nope. So like the fact that Ray wasn't even there for them just shows like how incredible this team is. And, but
1: that's the thing. No one knows when or if he'll he'll be there. So He's like, he's
0: like the Jackson Crosley of mid Atlantic
1: wiffle ball. hundred (laughs) percent. He's the East coast Jackson
0: and Jackson is the Midwest Ray Ray. Okay. Yep. So, you know, it's the, I have the jugs winning it I'll just get out there we have this is the first time that you and I have agreed on a winner and for mid-Atlantic and I agree you just can't bet against them they are the champs for a reason and they've done it twice in a row so I gotta pick them but I'm actually want
1: I want to say someone else but with my logic that I've been saying for the past two years I can't not pick yeah them. that's true yeah.
0: I'm gonna go with your opposite semifinal, though I'm going with Withink and Mike Styles. Um, I think the Styles Whitener is gonna get them over that hump. Again, you could pick Earl or Withink in this spot. Um, I will say a couple teams impressed me. Obviously, the Las Vegas Whifflers impressed me, and what's interesting to note is do they have an auto qualifier to the championship? Because they might have not have been able to come out. So if they do have an auto qualifier. Maybe they weren't planning on returning ever again, but they're like, "Hey, we won! Like, why not go and try our hand at winning Mid Atlantic? And they could very well take it and win because they proved that they could. So, and they're only going to get better yeah. throughout the year as they get practice and they play out there too, and they and they get more reps. So, that's an interesting wrinkle that could fall. Absolutely, into our top three that
1: now. team was that team was electric to watch. Yeah.
0: CCW, I don't know how many more they're going to make it out to, but they they put up a, a great front. And then the long balls as well. I think the surprise for everybody that they made it that far. So
1: the bows looked
0: amazing. Yeah. So it's exciting to see what the long balls might be able to accomplish if they can make the, the playoffs for Mid-Atlantic. So that is our Mid-Atlantic predictions. Very similar one for the first time. Now let's move to uh, arguably the most well-known wiffle ball league in the world, Major League Wiffle. Major League Wiffle ball is obviously run by Kyle Schultz uh, for so for since 2009. Everybody knows the story of how it got started. Uh, we've seen all their videos. You and I are big fans of this league. Um, we're big fans a lot of their of a lot of their players. We have had some great games against MLW yep. um, in the past at NWA Tournament, and they're always fun to play with. And afterwards, we're always talking with them. And there's ne- never hard feelings about the win-loss category. It's always just a lot of fun to play those guys. Um, Chris Cheatham is a guy that I, I talk to a lot um, outside of Wiffleball. You know, I am te- text him on Instagram or we DM each other back and forth. It's, it's fun to have that connection. I'm a big Gators guy. Um, you know I'm a Gators fan. I've been a Gators yep. fan for a while it's unfortunate to not have a draft pick the until like 2025 or 20 (laughs) yeah we're, we're we're gonna be struggling for a while but when every team gets better and we're staying the same it's like man like we have a good team but let's see what's going on here but I'm gonna start with this one because I made a prediction on my first uh the first podcast uh for this month and I said, my bold prediction for MLW was the Diamondbacks don't make playoffs. Now, full disclosure, while I do watch a lot of this league, I didn't know that they didn't change divisions up. So the Diamondbacks are in the same division as the Gators, but I'm going to stick with my guns here. And I'm going to say that. Did we Gator, confirm that? I did confirm it the past couple okay, of years. That's what I thought. Uh, okay. I want, same. want to make sure. So I'm going to say that the Gators squeak by the Diamondbacks. I'm going to say they squeak by. And just barely, and then the Gators get chomped on in the first (laughs) round, but you know, I, I think I'm going to go, I I really like the Predators. Uh, I think that they're, they're a great team. I'm going to go Preds. I, I actually don't think even despite the Cobras winning their division, I don't think they make playoffs because Grant Miller and RJ Walgate joining the Magic, I think instantly yep. make them a one of the best teams in the league. Uh Grant is
1: the, that guy.
0: He is. And I think RJ Walgate is only going to get better. Like we've seen firsthand what he can do. Um I, I like, like I said, I like the preds. Um, but I'm gonna go magic. I'm going to go Magic and Grant Miller. I think they go from the basement to the top. And I think they go up against the Mallards. And I think we see Grant Miller against Jordan Robles past two number one overall picks in the finals. And I'm going to go with Robles and Tommy Coughlin taking it home and learning from their experience with Caden Irwin. They're coming back again. Um, I know that Tommy's really excited about Preston joining their team as well. So I think that that team is going to make that next step and the Mallards are going to beat the magic in the finals, a double M matchup. Give
1: me that matchup all day long. For sure. I will watch it. I mean, I'm going to watch either way. I love this league (laughs) so much. Uh, Like you said, I love a lot of these players. I've talked to a bunch of them. I talked to Jimmy Norp all the time not i mean not all the time but you know anytime there's wiffle ball stuff going on you know we talk uh i was hoping that i would have got to see him for the past two weekends yeah and i haven't got to see him at either one unfortunately i couldn't make the uh mlw tournament in illinois and then they had to back out of maw so just some un- unfortunate circumstances yep. unfortunate circumstances <laughs> for us um but man, th- this league is just—it's getting so good. The talent is getting so, be- like, so much better. Yeah, it is. Uh, I love like the Preds on-, on that side. That team is so good. Ryan Cratch is just an amazing player. Yeah, that uh, American actually, League is tough, man. It- it's it is, and like you said, the addition of Grant is phenomenal to yeah. that to that side. Uh, but I don't have the Magic. I don't have the Preds. I don't have the Cobras. I got the I got the Wildcats. Wow, going with the nostalgia. Because Nick Saylor, it's man. Just, they're just right there. And Nick Saylor. He is the man. Love him to death. Uh, yeah, He's I an incredible with them. player. He's such a good hitter. Um, and honestly, a guy that I love on this team, who I think is going to have his best season by far, it's Jackson Pearson. This guy is getting, getting so better. much better. Yeah. He's getting better on the mound. He might take over that number two spot from Nick Saylor, which gives Kyle a lot of breathing room to really mess with three different pitchers, which could really mess with some teams. Sure. Uh, but now with uh, with four guys and having to have four guys in the lineup, uh, we're going to see, I think, this Wildcats team. Uh, it's, just, it's just right there. They've been there before. Uh, so I'm going to put them in the championship game. I don't have him winning. Okay. Here's my hard part. (laughs) Everybody knows I love Jordan Robles. He's the man. I love the Mallards. I'm a big Oregon Ducks fan, so that vibe right away gets me. But I've said this for Circle City. I've said this for MAW. And I got to do it again because my Um, logic would not be... Like, I would be hypocritical, hypocritical if, if I did, did not sure. pick the Diamondbacks <laughs> to three peat until yeah. somebody beats them. I gotta pick them. Yeah. And Jimmy Norp is that guy. You get him in the playoffs and he can do it. It's gonna yeah. be a lot tougher for him this year with adding, definitely adding four the guys. Hitter. Yep. But they got two guys that are great players and Trey Flood and um,
0: Jonah Heath. Mm,
1: nope. Um, Michael Shima, no, nope, the other one, the one that doesn't play is uh the, he was the rookie last year as well. Oh my gosh, sorry, I'm drawing a blank. I know your name, so don't don't hate me. Um, uh, he even went to NWA last year. Um, I can see his face, but I apologize. Um, but I love Trey Flood. You know, good dude. Uh, I talked to him a lot as well. So I have the Diamondbacks three peating over the Wildcats. Wow. and that's i didn't prediction. even have the diamondbacks in the playoffs
0: and i mm-hmm. i also had to stick to my guns from my bold prediction at the beginning love jimmy I love, I love that team and love. they are they are absolutely going to prove me wrong let's be real but you know and jimmy's probably going to make it his personal mission maybe but it's i just you know i wanted to make a bold prediction so we make complete opposite predicts predictions there all right well, jordan
1: robles is is gonna prove <laughs> me wrong probably that's yeah he's so good
0: well, Cam, we have gone through eight leagues here around the country and we're gonna end this. And I know it's a bit longer of a holy commutes, but I think people will enjoy listening to these different leagues and make those predictions. But
1: you get a morning commute and an afternoon commute. Hey, stop Perfect. it halfway Divide through. It. There you go.
0: Up. And if somebody wanted to stop now and you didn't want to hear about Missouri, I guess you could. But we hope you stick around <laughs> and we're gonna Please do the do. <laughs> we're gonna do the two Missouri leagues that both of us are current commissioners for. And we're gonna start with the SWBL, uh, the league that I run here, our medium pitch Missouri League. And you know, it's every year we say the same thing. It seems like our league is getting better and better. And obviously, we know how MoWiff and SWBL playoffs are gonna work, so we can kind of figure out um how the matchups might play out. Um, you know, we'll start with you. You know, you'll go first on this one and I'll go first on the on the Mo one, but Go first and, and talk about the SWBL
1: heading into their season 21, the longest tenure league in the country. I cannot wait for this. It's going to be so much fun. It's one it was, of my favorite yeah. weekends of the year. Always a good time. Um, and like, you know, like we keep saying with all of these leagues, I think the this, this sport is just growing f- at a tremendous pace. Uh, every ro- almost every roster is, uh, is pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, there's a, you know there's there's one maybe I mean, maybe it's the expos that just you know don't <laughs> really it, belong just <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding they they beat us for their only win last I year know, if that's... you haven't seen that clip that's me uh, throwing the bat up in the air thinking i had a home run to to take the lead in that game yeah um but no man well what a great league and and so much fun uh there's nothing like it and um man there's there's it's hard a to couple pick a winner. really, really good teams in this league, especially towards the top. Uh all three of the tier one teams. Yep. It, it's gonna be hard to beat any of them. Uh if I had to pick two to be in the championship game, oh man. I I really I'm gonna do it. Forget this. Uh the twins are so good, but I don't think that um uh, they're pitching We'll get them there. And I think we'll have, I mean, in my head, the Astros are winning. That's, that's a, <laughs> but, but realistically, I'm going to say, we're going to have a rematch of last year. I think it's going to be the Orioles and the Yankees. Gus versus Sam Two. Well, you, you think I'm pitching in the playoffs too, can, again. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's going to happen and. You're going to be in a situation, and you're going to get in. <laughs> I know uh, it's going to happen. It always does. Uh, the you your your team, the Orioles and the Yankees, are just the lineups are so deep, top to bottom. There's no easy out. Uh, the pitching rotations for both of you guys are so good. Um, and I hope we get another electric game like we got last year in that championship game because that was phenomenal. How many runs were scored in that game? I, I lost twenty-three to nineteen. Here. 23 to yeah. 19. Unbelievable game. It was fantastic back and forth. Um, um, But I am going to say that it is a turn of events. Yeah, let's Sam go. Sam Skiddy finally gets another <laughs> oh, championship. And the Orioles it. bring it home. Well, thank you. That'd be, that would be a sweet <laughs> victory indeed.
0: You know, I'm actually going to do a bold prediction here. I'm going to go a little wild. I do think that you guys, the Astros, are going to make the playoffs this year. I Keep think us you're, under the radar. Don't say anything. I think <laughs> you're going to be the number five team in the playoffs. And I actually think you are going to face off against, um, I think, the White Sox will sneak in and win that division. And I think the Twins will get the wild card spot against you guys. And I think, you know, you know, obviously Twins could get hot at any time. Something's going to happen, but I think the White Sox are going to ride that victory. And I think it's going to be a White Sox-Yankees matchup. Interesting, I know, but I think the White Sox might make make that next jump. Um, the Trent. I think the Trent effect is going to be there. And I think that Trent's going to get his first taste of a championship in the SWBL. I think... Ty and John. And I think Derek is going to get better. And then I think Jackson is going to go off for a great pitching year. You've seen him at MoF and how well he's pitching. I just think he is locked in right now. Um, And he is going to lead the White Sox to the championship, but they will once again, fall short to the lineup that is the Yankees and the Yankees are just a hard team to bet against right now. Gus is a man yeah. on a mission in medium pitch style. Um, seems like you can't get him out. Highest batting average ever. Literally the best season of SWBL last year that we've ever seen. So Gus Gibby will take and, it and home it could, again. And it
1: was going to be better, but people are intentionally walking him towards yeah. the end. So he wasn't going to break all the yeah. records. So I think Gus Gibby and I think Scott Poley gets better.
0: Uh, he had a down year last year for the Yankees. So I think the Yankees take it home from the white Sox, so all right let's move on to mo with let's end it strong with a league that both of us play in every thursday night you know follow us and watch on youtube or facebook um you're wearing the, you're wearing the mo Whiff hat the mo Whiff hoodie i know nobody can see this and and having the mo with microphone even so um oh, yeah let's talk about your league um you know heading into season three it's going really well so far The start the season camp
1: yeah it's been uh fantastic and we'll put out a, I know we're going to try to get a podcast out soon for our league and just with some kind of updates that we've had um obviously we had a, a transition from Josh Rogers to myself as the commissioner yep. uh but nothing nothing really changes with that it's not a Uh, a one person show Uh, we have a whole committee of 11 guys that you know are all equals I'm not above any of of these guys that help me out Um, it's mainly just a transition of me doing more graphics for our league Mm -hmm. Uh, and then there will be a lot of off season stuff as well too but uh, right now as the season's going on it's it's pretty much smooth sailing as it as it's always been besides some of this weather but man, it's been a fun season already. I think this is by far our most talented yeah, uh, player pool that we've ever had. Yep. And just the amount of improvement from all of our players from the first two years as well. Uh, I, I just couldn't be more excited to, to see how the season plays out and I can't wait for every Thursday to like watch every single game, uh, and just be there even when I'm not playing and, and running things and, uh, it's just been fun to watch and really connect. I feel like I've gotten to connect more with some of our players this year. So it's yeah. been a lot of fun. You
0: know, it seems like MoF keeps finding talent in every corner of St. Louis, Missouri, Arkansas, like, you know, yeah. or, or Tennessee, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. you're. it just, people want to flock to play to this league that is growing. And it's one of the fastest growing leagues in the country. And um, you guys are doing a great job. And I know I, I, play a very small part in the bigger picture that is MoWiff um but I appreciate you guys you know being our SWBL MoWiff partnership has been going great for both for both leagues I feel like it's helped both yeah, of our really leagues grow so um I'm going to make the first prediction here and I'm this is where it gets interesting because it's it's already you're kind of seeing things take shape. But a team like the Pilots is really interesting to me because Caleb <laughs> Schweigerman man is is the man. And he he's is a going, star. He's a he's star. The, he's the next big thing in Missouri. And it is exciting to see him go. He's already two and one on the season pitching wise. And yeah, unfortunately,
1: he, I lost the game in in the pouring rain. Uh, in his first ever start like and it was in the bottom of the last inning
0: yeah pouring is a stretch cam it was sprinkling but it was wet yes and brett did hit well a i guess it was,
1: <laughs> it was it was pouring at least after while we were cleaning it yes <laughs> it was pouring
0: once we left for sure um but kale okay, and it was his first game too so like correct correct you know having getting to play your first game and the last inning walked three guys and that's how it kind of our And then that's how it kind of ended, but he's a star for sure. And I actually think the pilots are going to make a push in that feather shark division to, to make a playoff spot. It's going to be very close. That whole division I think is actually going to be a lot closer than the UCC STL division. I think uh, I could see it. Yeah. I could see it being very close. Everybody it's coming down to the last couple of weeks. But I'm going to go with my team. I'm going to go with the mojo. I think there's too much depth. I think we already have a hot start going. Jackson Crosley is pitching like a man on a mission. My friend, If
1: you can get him there. That's the it's key.
0: two no hitters. He seems committed. He's coming again on Thursday this week. He's going to pitch a game. He's he is ready to go. And I think he's enjoying it. Oh, that he- he's pitching so well.
1: Playing the Bombers.
0: (laughs) We are playing the Bombers this week. And funny enough, you say that. I think your team gets back to the championship. And I think we have a repeat of season one in the championship. I think it is Bombers mojo. I think Bombers and Thunderbirds are fighting for that last uh, for that spot to make to the championship. And I think the Bombers will take the win under your wing, obviously, against the Thunderbirds, Andrew Nichols is also pitching like a man on a mission. But Unbelievable
1: th- season so far. Yeah, and he I-
0: just had a, he
1: just had his appendix <laughs> removed like three, four, actually it was like, well,
0: probably I still like think five or six weeks ago. I'm still taking your logic and can't bet against the bombers, but I do think the mojo get their revenge. And I think we take it from you. I have confidence in my guys and I think the mojo
1: are going to get that revenge and we'll finally have a new winner in Moiff. Ooh, I like it. I like that though. That's a good <laughs> prediction. Uh, obviously, I mean, I don't like it personally, but, uh, because it's betting against my team. Uh, and you know, obviously I've said this with, I think three or four other leagues until somebody beats us. Yeah. I knew it was coming. I mean, I got, that's my, I kept saying it in our league and that's why I had to, had to do it for all those other leagues because we've just, I've been saying that. So like, that's just my logic. If I don't say it for everybody else, people like, well, why do you keep <laughs> saying that here? So it makes sense. I got to pick my team, the bombers, especially with how well I felt uh, over this past weekend. And I don't have to pitch as much this year in our league. And yeah. I still think we can make the playoffs. Nick bone has been pitching great. <laughs> oh, he's been huge. He's been improving so much the past two seasons. Uh, Justin Hall made a huge improvement in his first two starts. So uh, I, I see him getting better by the end of the year as well. Uh, but that Thunder, Thunderbirds seem very good. Going to give us a run for our money. Uh, obviously, the Mambas team is good too. Uh, Empire, they're getting better. Uh, but I still think that start. You know, they're just not going to get there. Um, but like you said, your guys' division, so good, so talented. And – we did a prediction podcast I, uh, for our league a couple weeks ago, and I said this. I said, you get Jordan Smith in a playoff series. One guy in our league could really make the difference, and you have to beat him on the mound. Yep. Um, uh, He seems to be a little more human this year so far than he was last year, but it's early. I think by the end of the season, we're going to see that Jordan Smith again, and once they get in the playoffs – you got to beat him at least once yep. and i just i don't know if it's possible um even though you guys definitely have the talent to do so and the way you guys are playing right now it's hard to bet against you uh i've just i'm just taking what we've seen the first from the first 2 years even yeah. though i didn't do it by myself but uh i'm going to take jordan smith and the archers to get to the finals but bombers still but take it <laughs> the bombers still got to take it home so, it's crazy about that. Go ahead. Don't count out the melon heads either, because I was just going to uh, say, you guys got to meet them last Thursday on, on this Holy Commutes Meets podcast. But uh, I see you guys beating. I see you guys winning the division, but the archers beat the melon heads to play you guys. And then the archers just edge you out. But I would love that rematch from season one as well. Yeah. And, uh, and the pilots, who knows, make push. They have more. They I have mean, the God, he could get it. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> so I mean, know. I mean, Caleb is is that good as well. I sure. I oh, I mean, I wrote it down. He he is almost just like Jordan Smith. Where I agree, he can get it, and he's doing it at the plate as well. Just yeah. like we saw Jordan last year, he is being that guy for this team. Adam uh, North got, got a good one. He's got in his first three starts. Uh, obviously, that one against you guys, he lost that one nothing game. But then. Against the Mellonheads, he threw a no-hitter and hit the game-winning two-run homer in the first yep. inning of that game. And then he throws a one-hitter with a walk-off single. Like, this guy, he's making a case for MVP, yep. and he's played in five games. Like, that is insane. It's going to be hard to catch him for rookie of the year in mo that's for sure. Yeah, he's, he's starting to run away with it, and we're yeah. four weeks in. All right,
0: folks, you know, that is our last league. And Cam, I appreciate you jumping on and doing that. I know Cam and I were talking about how we wanted to kind of wrap this up, you know, on our fourth week of this Missouri mashup on Thursdays and doing a predictions podcast in April just seems right. May is upon us. You know, we're going to be almost in the middle of MOIF season in May and June. We have SWBO weekend coming on Memorial Day for season 21, and all the leagues are beginning to get started. It's been awesome to see all the opening day tournaments, opening days that are happening for leagues. HRL celebrating their opening day for season 20. Um, It's incredible feat to to get to two decades worth of wiffle ball. So congratulations to HRL, who we mentioned earlier in this podcast. To all the leagues that we mentioned, um, we hope you enjoyed your shout out and prove us wrong if we didn't pick you and prove us right if we did pick you um, and we're rooting for you. And then for everybody else that we didn't pick around the country, all those different leagues, um, we can't wait to follow along and see all the great things that everybody is doing. An entire world in national wiffle. So, Cam, anything else you want to say to the viewers before
1: we head out of here and end season 14 on Thursdays? Can't wait to see everybody at, at all the tournaments this year. Uh, and if you haven't, you know, go follow uh, Mo Whiff on all social media platforms there because I'm the new commissioner. <laughs> for
0: for Sam Skibby, that's Cam Smith. We will see everybody possibly maybe guest appearances who knows maybe we'll take over some hosting duties in the big season 15 that'll be an exciting one to see how um kind of what we do with holy commutes for season 15 another milestone in the wiffle ball world so have a great season in 2023 everybody and we'll talk soon see ya